0: The Parkins and Spiegel Show. If y'all ready, give me a hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. We are always happy to talk to Jay Zawoski. But now that in addition to asking him if the Blackhawks are going to trade Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves' career is over and putting that whole thing into context, how many gumballs does he believe would have fit in his head? In his hat, yeah, <laughs> he puts the hat on the head. He pulls another rabbit out of his head. He joins us next. All right, you speaks. You can ask about Taves in just one second. It's killing me. I was going to wait till the end of the interview, but I, I just want to do it now. I, I just got to know. Okay. You can see Jay Zawaski's big, beautiful dome on, 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 on our Twitch page.
1: Oh, so miss it. watch it. your head. Lord, Woo!
0: Lord, Bees uh, told the story, at one point you guys were going to put a bunch of gumballs in your hat and guess how many gumballs would have fit in your hat because of your big, beautiful dome.
2: It's the Festival of Intrigue. It was going to be just an incredible event, the festival. Do I have the details right? Was it gumballs in a hat? I think it was. How many gumballs would it have been, Jack? Oh, God. Uh, (laughs) Infinite. (laughs) (laughs) We met, you and I, many years ago. All anyone talked about was the monster that had been born to Tywin Lannister. A head twice the
0: size of his body. We didn't actually go through with it. The festival intrigue was canceled because of COVID. Mm. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, I would say in the mid-hundreds, I would think maybe <laughs> 400 marbles. Can we resurrect the idea? I, I think, I think you're, so. You're, I'm asking Jay. Oh, yeah. It's, it's his hat. You send the gumballs, I will fill the hat. All right, <laughs> done that.
2: That sounds like a ratings <laughs> bonanza
1: right there. <laughs> People, they can't wait. They're chopping at the bit for that one.
2: Pulling that gargantuan cranium about. I'm not kidding. That boy's head's like Sputnik. Spherical, but qu- pointy in parts.
1: Well, that was offside, wasn't it? <laughs> He'll be crying himself to sleep tonight on his huge pillow. One, one, two, three. And here, here, we go. Go, here we go, Here we go. Here we go, go Here we go, Tony.
2: The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Afternoons from 2 to 6 on 670 The Score in
0: Odyssey Station. I say we bring him back, we put him on Twitch, and we do the event. Or we do it at the Cocaine Bear screening.
2: Oh, my God. That sounds fun. It's a nice game to play. Yeah, add the events to it. No, it's a good idea to bring Jay in studio for that, as opposed to the concept that came up yesterday, which was shipping him the gumballs (laughs) or the marbles. It's amazing how none of us thought about just inviting him in and doing it that way.
0: Right. He went to CHGO. He didn't move. like Right. not gone
2: also he goes to a lot of blackhawks games those are close you know he could come by here yeah on his way to one of those uh, Could
0: easily easily come in studio by
2: the way it's pretty funny just how dismissive he was of hockey talk on our show yesterday that <laughs> might have been my, oh he knows might have been my favorite thing like you said all right back to jonathan taves and he said sorry you <laughs> know and then um you the other night uh, I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday. You're like another night of no sports. Let's talk about what to watch, and like one person texted, like you know the Blackhawks played last night
0: and tonight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's no, just it's, it's not a, it's not really on your radar very much. Sir. Is it on yours? Not really. No. Don't put that on me. Yeah. Don't put that solely on me. I mean, me. but it could be.
2: Like, I'm used to putting putting hockey on my radar. It has been historically. Remember. Oh, good for you. That I spent so much time on it. I got really invested, so I watched 10 minutes of it last right. night is what I said one time. The
0: more egregious one was the second time I said it, though, because <laughs> it was potentially Patrick Kane's last game at the United Center. Right.
2: Right, I think there's, like, there's no sport. Yeah, possibly, yeah. Well, whatever. you know. It just, it just is what it is. I, this I, is I, I,
1: not I, the time to do hockey because if you're doing hockey <laughs> on a football Friday, you got to find something else to do.
0: It is always a football Friday. It's
1: so dumb, hockey. I tried <laughs> yeah. last night.
0: It's, it's. A, I,
1: I tried. Think,
2: I think it's a really cool sport. I nope. disagree that it's dumb.
1: It's. I, I think it's so stupid.
0: Wh- what, what is stupid about
2: it? The just fact the, that the it's...
1: fact that I don't like it.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, you tried? I don't. Yeah. Shane is Shane is doing this thing where he's like
2: he's watching a lot of sports these days when he's sitting on the deck. Excuse me. Okay, sitting. Well,
1: let let me let let me explain to you. I put it on and then I took Willie out and then when I came back in I turned it off. So I probably saw about ten seconds of it, but it was on my TV. I just wasn't in the room warming
0: up your television.
2: Yeah, I wasn't in the
1: room.
0: Throwing your TV to be ready for you upon the yeah. return from the dog walk. I thought maybe it was sets. one of the
2: roommates, one of the multitudinous roommates who uh, who put the hockey on, and you had to live with it for a little while. Mm-mm. Still
1: stuck. on taking Willie out, whatever that means. <laughs> My <laughs> dog's name is Willie. Uh, yes. oh, i yeah, think, right. I think this audience knows that.
0: Yeah, but
2: Willie has has an incredible bladder. This is the thing. Willie doesn't really need to go Huge out. Huge bladder, right? Yeah. No, I once mean,
1: once a week. Th- th- yeah, that, that's the dog. I dream. take her out, and then she takes herself out sometimes. You know,
2: <laughs> that's impressive. It's really? the dog owner's dream, right there.
0: How desperate do you have to be to warm up your TV, Shane, because you did XFL, and now you did NHL? I enjoyed the XFL. <laughs> when, when are you, you going to get to college basketball? Never.
1: No, no. I, I would I would just as soon kill myself.
0: <laughs> no. 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 You will turn your back on that 100-foot screen at Stadium Swim when we're there.
1: For 100%. The yeah. I'll be looking at Yasmeen.
0: You will turn your back on the screen while we're watching and gambling on college hoops from the pool. Come out and see us, by the way. The second weekend of the tournament, Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight. Come on out to Vegas. It's an easy remote to get to. It's a short commute.
2: Yeah, it's a short commute. And really, if you happen to already be going to Vegas, then really, you're our people. Or if you're thinking about it and you've got a little disposable income and you realize that now is the moment for you to get to the warm Yes. Do it and join us. It's going to be great.
0: Or if you know anyone who's already going, tell them, hey, go check out the show. They'll be at Stadium Swim on that Thursday and Friday of the second weekend of the tournament.
2: I was asked today by Mitch Rosen, is uh, Speaks, is your mother-in-law getting her own room out there? <laughs> she's staying with you and Christina. I said, oh, no, she's getting her own room. And then I realized she'll probably just end up staying with Shane. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. <laughs>
1: uh, no. <laughs> oh, man. I have an age limit. 80.
2: Then then she's good.
1: Oh, I thought she was older than that.
2: She's about to turn 80. 78. (laughs) We'll see how it goes. It is Vegas. It is Vegas, man. And what happens there gets talked about on a 50,000-watt blowtorch. Doesn't it? That's exactly right. Yeah, man.
1: So I'm a big dog in Vegas. I'm a high roller (laughs) at many casinos. Good to know.
0: What is the context of that? I don't remember that at all. Um tomorrow on these airwaves you are not doing the game Mr. play by play. I'm not I'm But not. we will be airing Cubs spring training baseball. There are spring training games going on as we are speaking right now. Game
2: on. We've made it. We survived. It is baseball season this particular. Thank you. This particular spring training will be really interesting because of uh, all the rule changes and everybody kind of adjusting. And the Cubs, uh, as you say, play here on our air tomorrow. David Ross today told the media that a lot of the regulars are going to be in that lineup tomorrow.
0: Joel Goldberg, who does the uh, pre and post and the sidelines for for Royals games, Mm -hmm. he's like their Elise Meneker, Chuck Garfine type role. Uh, He tweeted out a video, Welcome to MLB with a pitch clock daniel lynch retiring the rangers in order in less than three minutes yeah man and so it's just uh, it's there it's happening it's going fast and i am curious i'm not going to ask you to sell me on anything but i want to know your genuine belief here because i think that what we need in this town very badly and i'm obviously hoping that it'll come in bears season but bears season is still many many months away uh we need a good team (laughs) Like we, we, we need a team to believe in so that we can talk about wins and strategy and games of consequences, and not drama and tanking for draft picks and free agent cap space and trades and, and the s-
2: end of illustrious careers with Kane it, and Taves. Yeah.
0: like do we have a baseball team in this town that can start 14 and six? I, mean, I don't need, I don't need him to be great. I don't need him to compete with the NL East. I, I and I'm not even saying as a bridge to football season, but like can so, can someone start hot and be good and make us believe that they will be playing meaningful games all summer long?
2: I think I think either one of these teams could do that.
0: God, I hope so.
2: Frankly, you I know I so. I, th- I think either one of these teams is absolutely capable of hitting the ground running. With uh, a bit of an edge and the advanced focus, you need to do that kind of thing right off the bat. Obviously, Cubs Camp is full of excitement and positivity and good vibes, babe, and they're gonna play good defense and yada yada. White Sox Camp with all their stories going on, Tim Anderson can refute it in a tweet to Lawrence Holmes if he wants, but they're they're us against the world vibe that they've got going over there could rally them and they want to impress the new manager. There's a bunch of players who are, who are know that they underachieved and underwhelmed last year. So I think it's more likely that they start hot than not. They might come back to the pack as things wear off, but they're supposed to be better because of soft, a lot of soft factors and something to prove. I, 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 would be surprised if the white Sox did not start well in fact so I think either one either one of those teams could give us a little buzz in in April that you're hunting sir
0: I good man because we I just think this sports town needs it the last time a Chicago sports team of consequence won a playoff series the Blackhawks in 2020 won the opening round but that was in the bubble in the expanded playoff format Mm -hmm. and they would not have made it if it was a normal format. So for the Hawks, you got to go back to a real one. 2015, wow. the Cup. Cubs, 2017 Division Series. The Bulls, a 2015 first-round playoff series against the Bucks, The Bears, 2010 wild-card game against Seattle. The White Sox, 05.
2: So 2017 is the most recent postseason win by any team other than the Blackhawks bubble one that you mentioned? Correct correct wow and that's that's what the nationals that's the cubs beating the nationals it's a series i thought for sure they were going to lose when bryce harper homered off um oh what's his name the string bean slinger can't believe i can't remember his name right edwards yes carl thank you thank you baseball boy carl edwards jr When bryce harper homered off him
0: correction on the side of the glass we consider (laughs) a 2008 blackout game a postseason victory It eliminated a team, and it was after the season. Two thousand eight White Sox. Also, to put them in that list, please. That you? was
2: game one sixty three. <laughs> it, it was
1: a post regular season game.
0: Oh,
2: it was that's... a game
1: that happened after the regular season had concluded.
2: That that is that is a straw you are grasping at. I was there. Friend. All
1: right. Well, then give me my Chicago Wolves, who won the Calder Cup this past season. <laughs> I love my Wolves. It's
0: your neighborhood team. It is. I, I mean, okay, we could talk about the Chicago Sky also and no. the Wolves. Congratulations, but. I'm of the big 5. Okay, you want to you want to throw it. I, I disagree, but whatever. They want 2008
1: that is desperate. Man. I still haven't showered since Toby Hall sprayed me with champagne on that <laughs> night. I haven't showered since. I'm counting it. You know what? And here's the thing. The
2: signing uh the throw from Ken Griffey Jr is the reason that so many people keep ending their careers as white Sox. It's the reason It validates everything. Every instinct that Kenny Williams has ever had has been validated by that throw from Ken Griffey Jr.
0: in that game. I'm not saying there haven't been good moments for any of these teams since. (laughs) I'm not saying there aren't things to celebrate for any of these teams since. Oh, man. But playoff series win, or I thought in the NFL, single game, uh, single elimination of the postseason, I didn't think we were doing – Game 163, but fine. We're not. We're <laughs> not. It's, it's we'll call it a s- draw. We are. So. <laughs> okay, fine. Two against two. It, it's just – it's been a while, man. Yeah. It's been a while. White, White Sox have had, you know, good seasons, back-to-back playoff appearances, obviously with, with the early exits. But, like, it's not like we've had no good teams ever. But just, Bears have had exciting moments. But this is just Yeah. It's – we're in a low point it's crazy. valleys? Yeah. We are, we are in a valley. You know, Let's go baseball.
2: Um for sure, for sure. And it's and and it's amazing to think about in that context, but it makes sense. I mean, there are obviously four more years of relevance for the Cubs, well, three after 2017, like 18, 19, and 20, and then 21 the first half there and then it then it falls apart intentionally. And all of that, so I guess it's I guess it is four years or three and a half years, but no postseason wins in there. As famously, Baez, Rizzo, and Bryant were just woeful in the postseason in eighteen and 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 nineteen in the one gamer and and twenty, just absolutely woeful. So even though those were good years for the most part, it was. It was as things were fading, and there was no postseason success.
0: Yeah, and again, the White Sox have ha- had good years. you know, 90-plus win team, back-to-back playoff appearance. Like I, good years. Yeah. So I know that a good April or a good May doesn't mean that you're going to win in the postseason or anything like that, but it's just it feels like it's been a little while, a little too long, frankly, uh-huh. since we have actually been talking about teams in this town in the context of – this game matters. Important wins and losses, and I know some people, you know, bent over backwards to make that the case for this year's Bears team, even though they were designed to to lose. But for us, we really didn't. You know, we were always kind of looking to the big picture with this past Bears season. So it'd be nice. Someone start fifteen and five. Yeah. Someone start hot.
2: Yeah, I, and I, I, I really do think it's possible for either team, which is fun. And as, as. You know, as we live in a two-team baseball town here, and hit and run, by the way, will return a week from Sunday. March fifth is the first Sunday morning hit and run here on the score. I got you nine to twelve every Sunday morning. I'm thrilled; cannot wait for that. Um, You dream of years when they could both be in contention. You know, we, we we dreamed as the White Sox were rebuilding, remember we thought, hey, maybe we'll get like 2020, 2021, we'll get the White Sox on the way up, while the Cubs are on the way down, and they'll both be there. And they did both make the playoffs in 2020, yep. you know, um, and, and, and got swept out. So, but there
0: there was a moment there where that World Series was on the table. Yeah, we had a pandemic, no fans were able to go, and they both <laughs> lost immediately. But we got it! <laughs> It's been great. It's been a great sports we run got them
2: both day. in the playoffs for one of the only times ever and no fans could go. It's just, yeah. just amazing. Yeah, it's been a good run. Yeah, and they lost a uh, combined six games in a row uh, <laughs> to the Marlins and, and the A's. That's right. You know? Known powerhouses. Oh, oh, that's gruesome. Absolutely gruesome. But going into a year with mm, mediocrity as a floor, which is kind of the truth for both of them, that means the ceiling is better than mediocrity, you know? Like as you're looking at it, in terms of the range for oh, both I of disagree. them. Oh, I
0: disagree. You don't you don't think bad is in play for both of these teams? I don't know. I
2: don't actually. I don't oh, think I, I, do. I don't I, I don't think legit really bad like bottom third of the league. I don't think th- I don't think bottom third of the league is in play for either of these teams.
0: I mean, do you count like 72 wins?
2: You like know, that's
0: bad. Well, it's if you, go, if you go seventy-two and ninety, you're bad.
2: The only way the Cubs get that low in wins, in my opinion, is if it's headed that way with some questions, and they decide to sell off yeah. at the deadline and and cascade
0: worse um, after that. But I wouldn't. I, I don't. Their know if, Vegas number is seventy-seven, man. They absolutely could could win seventy-two games.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't even think so, though. The way that they. The way that they coach and the way that they scheme and how hard they play, they went thirty nine and thirty one in the second half of last year with a bunch of bunch of nothing essentially, you know. And now they've added to that to that nothing. Now is they 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 they're going to play. See, here's the, the you're the, a
0: beautiful f- optimist. The floor of you their, really are hope springs eternal, man.
2: Like the the floor okay. of their style of play, Danny. They're going to play defense. They, they, their pitchers are going to throw strikes. They've got a lot of guys who are going to put the ball in play. They're going to be coached well. They're going to they're going to as a te- as an organization, they're going to try to win games in the margins and do every little thing that they can. I think their floor is is really solid this year in my opinion.
0: What is the what is so what's the floor?
2: 78 wins, 79 wins, something like that. Maybe 80 well, wins. You, you are hilarious.
0: That Dude, every projection in the model in the world has it lower than that for what they expect them to win, and uh-huh. you think their floor, <laughs> the worst-case scenario, yeah. isn't over? Yeah, I'll, but I'll, I'll take 79-and-a-half. I'll take I would go
2: over on 79-and-a-half right now. Okay.
0: I mean, listen, I you obviously – you, you want to give me odds on that? Uh, well, I mean, I, I, I don't want to bet against the Cubs. I just I, – I Sounds think, like you do. No, I don't. I hope very much that you're right. Yeah. But floor, it, it, your floor being an over of something that professional line setters and odds makers has yeah. set as a 50-50 proposition, uh-huh. meaning you're putting it at basically 0% that they go oh, they go 77 or fewer wins, that strikes me as not right. Well, <laughs> 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 I just, I'm just being, I'm i being honest. I understand. Like, I understand. I mean, a, a couple, like, what happens to this team if Marcus Stroman gets injured and Hayden Ian we- Happ uh-huh. isn't an all-star?
2: Hayden Wesneski, ace. Okay. Um, Adrian Sampson, fifth starter.
0: Okay. Javier yes.
2: Assad and Caleb Killian. Filling in, no. I, I look, you're
0: saying names into a microphone. Uh, right th- now I,
2: that, that's a good call. That's well identified by yeah. you. That's <laughs> uh, that's excellent. No, but here's the thing. Yes, I'm the optimist, and here's the texture saying, "Ah, Speaks. Thought you might have aged out of that by now. Good, good luck. I need to be shown, which is hilarious." But remember, it's their style of play. This is the model for style of play is Cleveland. What's Cleveland's floor as a as a team? Every freaking year when you pick it clean and you pitch and you're smart and you're well managed your floor is higher than it than it ends up thinking i wonder if cleveland has gone over with regularity what the the vegas number has been through and i would bet that is true because that's the way it is felt year after year for the franchise that they're modeling themselves after where carter hawkins came from in terms of style
0: well you should definitely bet their win total over then i will you, de- you definitely should. Yeah, but, but, uh, but, but so pol- th-
2: that's why I think they're possible. And then the White Sox have enough talent that they're possible to give you that 15 and five.
0: Our polls position bears hypothetical of the day centers around Peter Skaronsky. That's coming up in 20 minutes, but we do know we'll have at least one field good sto- uh, story of the sports summer, at least how it's trending right now. It's certainly one we're all rooting for. We'll get into it next on the score. As Liam Hendricks who is the closer for the White Sox takes over in the ball game. one ball one strike
2: on Omar Narvaez <sighs> damn it from Perth Australia. Liam I don't think you realize that we could hear you. You couldn't hear us. So I think tonight officially you're credited with a save and I think you earned your own talk show as well
0: after tonight. Yeah I mean that's the plan. I need an extracurricular activity in the offseason I get kind of bored my wife wants to get me out of the house as much as possible so. We'll give him a talk show, open invitation anytime he wants to come on. That's Liam Hendricks from the All-Star Game. We're hoping to see him closing games on the South Side very, very soon. Obviously, a huge shocking story of the offseason just a couple months ago, just probably about a month ago at this point, uh, revealing his cancer diagnosis and that he is undergoing treatment, speaks. But it's been... uh, There have been nice moments as we've been reading the dispatch reports from from Sox camp. He's been around, he's been throwing, he's been interacting with the team, playing long toss. It feels like Liam Hendricks is doing doing as well as you could possibly do with that diagnosis, which if it goes according to plan, obviously there's nothing um, standard or, or basic with chemo treatment and cancer treatment. But that is a treatable form of cancer if everything goes according to plan. So, hopefully, Liam Hendricks will be pitching sooner than later. That would
2: be really awesome. Um, he talked about it earlier in the week. He said cancer is scary and weird and hard. Treatment is tough. He put this just on his Instagram. And his update was, I'm just trying to take it day by day and stay positive and make a few jokes in between. That's Liam, right? That's yep. That's him. And, and and that can be a very healthy thing uh, for somebody who is recovering to be able to find humor wherever you can but yeah we've seen him with long toss some teammates are talking about him and they're talking about
0: him with confidence here's Lucas Giolito on the White Sox talk podcast about what even if we don't get any good teams this summer and we're hoping to have two uh, if Liam Hendricks pitches it's going to be a feel good story the number one feel good story of the summer here's Giolito on Hendricks
3: we've seen Liam Hendricks around here and I'm just wondering how you're internalizing what he's going through I can't imagine, man. Like, I mean, I can't really, like, internalize or imagine what he's going through. I've never gone through anything like that at all. But knowing Liam, you know, getting to know him very well over the last couple years here, if there's a guy that's going to go ahead and beat cancer, I mean, that's the guy. Like, that's my first overall pick for just destroying cancer because... I mean, he's a strong dude. His mentality is like, there's nothing that will stop it. Like just when I thought it's like, when we got the news, it was devastating. And I was like, oh my God, I can't imagine like Liam, Chrissy, what they're going through. And then I I came here to camp like a week early and I saw him maybe two, three days in. And it was like, he was just walking in like any other spring training day. Completely the, the same attitude. I don't think I would be strong enough to do that. I don't think a lot of people would. But he is, like, just he's an amazing guy, man. He yes. really is. Like, and he's out here. He's throwing bullpens. He's, like, riding his fastball above 20 inches. He's throwing 90-plus miles an hour. Wow. Like... I don't really have too many words for it. And he's I'm going just, through chemotherapy. Treatment. I know in the middle, in the middle of, yeah, chemotherapy, radiation. <laughs> yeah, it it gives me goosebumps because it's like the same. He comes in every day, joking around, being himself, and I don't know. It's just that it's just like that thought of. Like, this guy, he's going to destroy this thing. He's going to be closing games for us this year. There's no doubt in my mind. Yeah, I said that's what he told him. Like, I'm going to pitch this year. Mm -hmm. You guys all believe he's coming back this year. Yeah, yeah. because he does more than anybody. That that means something, for real.
2: Man, that's good stuff. That's good real stuff.
0: It's fantastic, again, for the White Sox Talk podcast. Um, That clip should get as much, if not more, attention than – the ta stuff from from the other day so good stuff there but it was uh it won't <laughs> it no of course it won't but it's a that will be an awesome moment man
2: yeah it, if it, 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 if it really happens. will it really will and you know it's it, when you think about everything that liam has already done here i mean he's saved what i think 75 games combined over the last couple years couple all all-star appearances the And all the stuff that he's said, some on our show, some elsewhere as an outspoken supporter of the LGBTQ plus community. Um, He's spoken out about gun violence. He's got the South Slider Society. And like he and his wife and Christy have done an awful lot. So he's engendered an awful lot of uh, goodwill just by being himself and doing what he does. So hopefully it's all it's all coming back at him Uh, there's white Sox have that t-shirt right the close out cancer t-shirt that they had launched a couple weeks ago it's 31 bucks which is of course his uniform number and all the proceeds go to the uh lymphoma research foundation bought mine
0: yesterday did you really late to that but when i saw him playing long
2: toss i was like oh yeah i gotta get that see that's a beautiful thing
1: obvious shirts did one too that's where i got mine A, a liam strong shirt it's just he's the most positive dude on the face of the planet He's got to be back. Yeah. And I'll be back.
2: And it, it's funny. It connects to our conversation yesterday in transition about how Bernsey was talking about how the negative, like you can worry yourself into worse health. I truly do believe, as I said yesterday, that you can, with positive intention and good humor, help yourself into better health when you are battling something. I, I, I mean, it's obviously can't prove it, but I, I do believe that. And if anybody's capable of that, it's Liam Hendricks.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I have a lot of thoughts on all of that right now. <laughs> um, you know, um, uh, yeah. Brad has outlived every prognosis that was given to him by a large factor. The like, you know, Giolito is saying all the right things there about about his teammate when he's like, if there's anyone that can beat cancer, it's it's Liam. There, it's a form of cancer that is beatable. There are some that are not, and you know what I mean. So like, there is there there is a the scientific aspect of it matters a lot. But for him to have the positive outlook and to be working and to be pitching and to being around the team, and it'll be inspiring, man. It already is and sounds like it is being inspiring, and he'll do great work, and he'll do great philanthropic work off of it, and he'll be an advocate for cancer research Mm -hmm. and screenings, and he'll he'll come out the other side.
2: Just, you know, personally speaking, I have no doubt that Brad's – good nature and humor has helped him um in his in his time i mean neither do i he was I, uh, no offense yeah. no offense he was funnier than you at your dad's funeral he was the funniest guy at your dad i was like oh my god
0: look at this dude it, you don't have to be brad is funnier than me and he, he wasn't is. so
1: irresponsible to drink at a funeral <laughs>
0: yeah I drank during the eulogy that's (laughs) my dad would have approved okay he would have he would have approved of bringing the Heineken up there and cracking it during the eulogy no man he Brad's been funny you know right until now you know and he he is uh it's humor is a powerful thing and it's always been you know the first defining characteristic I'd probably put on that guy but uh but Yeah. yeah it's it's always hard to see people that you love going through this stuff. And uh, for the White Sox mm-hmm. with Liam Hendricks, so I don't like choke up and get completely lost for the rest of the show. Um, yeah. it, you know, like they have a lot. Of, you love to talk about the soft factors and the human side of this stuff. They got like, a lot of stuff like that. They got a lot of stuff like that. Yeah, they they'll 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 talk about playing the right way and playing hard and for, for, for Liam and then obviously the the new manager mm-hmm. and then also the embarrassment of underachieving last year like they have got a lot of things to us against the world of this media narrative that mm-hmm. may or may not be forming over there they, they they and maybe it'll be grasping at straws with some of them and it'll be real with others and it'll still come down to health and pitching and hitting and executing a game plan and catching the ball but They've got a lot of uh, soft factors to motivate them this year. Texters say that, hey,
2: a Sox fan base hasn't seen a playoff series victory in it's 100-plus year history other than 2005. you got to give us the blackout game. And Sean in Charlotte says the ticket stub for that game has the postseason logo on it. So technically, I am wrong. And we have to give it up for, for Tanny and Chris. They're about to dig into the draft, by the
1: way. Tanny, both Tanny and Chris, yeah. <laughs> I do do a lot
2: damn it we know. we know shane and chris i was thinking about the the sound bite yep
1: tanny and chris i don't do anything here
2: <laughs> it's about time you said it out loud um but yeah we got to give it up for them game 163 is uh indeed postseason you get it boys congratulations are there
0: positive vibes <laughs> <Congratulations>. <laughs> peter Skoronsky. we in we out a unique draft profile and we did some digging on long arms it's next on the score